Welcome to the Mad Ones. I'm your mom. If you're watching or listening to this right now, this is not an episode you'll like, so go ahead and skip it, host, Cam Harless. And with me, as always, is your likes her beer to smell like the wet end of a gas pump nozzle hostess, Miss Jessica Green. How are you doing, mm. Jessica? I'm doing good. I liked Whip's description better. He said it would taste like or smell like pine trees. So, Well, I, I always typically described an IPA as if you uh, soaked a pine cone in a jar of gasoline yeah i'm just i'm sorry that you guys don't have adult taste of a taste buds and can appreciate the finer notes of the Nothing ipa worse than ipas or ipa enjoyers before we <laughs> before we get going um this show is 100 brought to you by the fans and patrons so hit like subscribe share the show with your friends we have all sort of topics we've we've covered uh share them with someone who might learn something or gain something from them. Also join our Patreon for the occasional early episode, zoom hangout and, and eternal gratitude from me and Jessica by going to patreon.com slash the mad ones. And if you want to grab a shirt or a tank and look more like us for some reason, we're the mad ones.com slash store, but I have things to talk about, but I want to talk about them with our guests in the room. So uh, tonight we're joined by the first among the boyos, a farmer, a family man, a bird owner, a woodworker, a cigarette-smoking incarnation of the American spirit himself, the man with the manliest hands in the game, and he's definitely more rugged than you, Mr. Whippin' Spoon. Hey, you doing, Whip? <laughs> hey, y'all. Good evening. His beautiful lemon tree. Is that a lemon tree? Mm -hmm. That's gorgeous. Meyer lemons. <laughs> yeah, it's overflowing. Uh, so, obviously, before we, we get moving, I do have to... Before it was named you know, crushing crispy boys with whip and spoon. It was named crushing crispy boys with Brad Binkley. Unfortunately, B Brad had a bit of a family emergency. So he told me to tell you guys that he's sorry he couldn't make it and that he will make it up for you, make it up to you. So I don't know what that means, but I shaved my head. <laughs> I look, sure I look did, like buddy. I'm going to, well, see, that's, that's what's so funny is because I, I'm, I'm wearing the black tank because it's, you know, Brad was supposed to be here. I have to rep the black tank, but I was sitting here in this camera and you're, you're repping the real shirt, <laughs> but I, I, I had to wear the black tank, but I, I sat in front of this and I was like, I've got to put the hat on because I've shown you this, but check this out. Okay. So look at me now. I'm a bro, right? Right. Dude, man, just total bro. Porn star. Porn star. Gay porn star. <laughs> I do gay porn on the weekends to make extra money. Porn star. So yeah. the hat, ha unless you want me to turn into, uh, what's his name? Tim. No, don't do it. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, come on. I can. I, let's... No, it's, now I'm, it's now terrible I'm, now when I'm Tim temple. does it. No. <laughs> Nobody likes facial it. Hair. That dude's facial hair can't really compare with yours. So it's, it's not, true. it's unfair to him. It is be <laughs> I told him to get a wig, but apparently he doesn't have one. I don't, I don't Do you know how expensive those fucking things are? Wigs are hella <laughs> yes. expensive. Yeah, they are. Um, right. I have a couple for undisclosed reasons. So. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so that's. Uh, if, 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 yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you'd like to know uh, why I'm bald, it's not because I've gone insane and just keep cutting hair off of me and growing it back. In fact, it's because I've sudden I, I need to go to the doctor because I'm having like random ass hair loss that I can't explain like too quickly. It's not like, oh, my hair is thinning over time. It's like, oh, I'm showering and oh, that's a clump. 
so I'm going to go get my thyroid checked and crap like that to see if something's amiss because it doesn't, you know, it's not normal. You know, Cam, getting your hair oh. cut and then it growing back is what most people do on a regular basis. Like we don't just mm. let it grow until it won't stop. <laughs> so what you're trying to say is that I'm cooler than most people. Probably sure. going to have to have a check. Yeah. You're going to have yeah. to get a finger up your butt for sure. Yep. Oh, yep. you're at no, I would you're at that age, you're up sure, that age. I don't think I'm at that age yet. 33 yeah. is not that age, I don't think. Isn't it? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. It's like mid-age. You have to, yeah, you have to get it. You have to get it. You have to. He will. He's going to palpitate and he's going to insert. You say and he, like, I didn't choose the cutest doctor I could find. Just try to relax, you, Cam. You don't want. Lady doctors. <laughs> you don't want the cute lady doctor when you're getting palpitated and inserted. Because then you, you sure? might like it a little too much. Yeah, you might find <laughs> you like it. And then, you know, it's a different show after that. But it's not a gay <laughs> show. Mm, and that makes it, it better in my gay. book. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. It's your G spot. Just have her test yeah. your G spot. You're fine. Right. Right. <laughs> That's what the it, test is for. To test my G spot, see if it works. Yeah, see if you. See if it works. Yes. <laughs> it's, the, it's the odd button. <laughs> I would have put the button in a completely different area. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, on the outside. <laughs> on the fucking outside. <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> oh, we hit a high note immediately. <laughs> uh, you you walked into um, Elephant Man, uh, the episode that we typically do with Brad, which is like, hey, let's catch up on the whole month. Let's see what I'm we missed. Let's talk about what we talked about, etc. And so it's essentially a venting episode, but we have crispy boys. Um, which I've got. Brad to... watches the news, though. Neither one of us watch the news. We don't know what the hell is going on. I get my news from Twitter. Like I barely. I, I know that Elon Musk bought Twitter. That's the only thing I know because that's all anybody's talking about on Twitter. They could have, you know, invented the cure for AIDS. I wouldn't know because all they're talking about on Twitter is Elon Musk. The uh, National Institutes of Health had some stuff leaked that proves that that one thing that we're not supposed to talk about. Uh, cures cancer, breast cancer. Totally fucking just cures breast cancer. That horse what? face shit. Yeah, it's straight off the no National Institutes of Health website, guys. What? Yeah. Cures. Hold on. Breast cancer. Let's check That's that out. I, read. I don't know. Pull that up, Jessica. <laughs> Get out of town. Yeah, ivermectin, a potential anti-cancer drug derived from... Oh, I'm not going to read that whole thing. I'll read that later. That's sure. wild. See, I didn't even hear about that because I'm here to help. Wow. <laughs> so you did. So You're... You tell us what we missed this month. Well, because Lord knows that the only time I read the news is when I'm doing the propaganda report. Unless it's something that's interesting enough that I feel like I need to follow the line all the way through. So curing cancer wasn't a big enough contribution. I can't just like <laughs> hang up my hat now. I know you gotta you gotta I give me something. Cancer table yeah. let me see what else i can do i <laughs> i mean um okay so elon bought twitter right yeah uh, we can yes. talk about that so um uh it's super obvious and fucking hilarious to see uh everyone screaming the quiet part out loud again that's fantastic oh shit one guy controls this he could potentially ari melbourne this motherfucker literally 
like has this whole spiel about hey someone could just silence a candidate or their reach and no one would ever know until after the election wait wait wait, wait. Just... you mean exactly what's been going on already wow so you're seeing uh i saw a tweet earlier today from uh who the fuck was it that gay dude the gay republican dude um gay republican dude aren't they all they... a little <laughs> yes, uh, the log cabin Republicans. You can look that up. Hey, Republican um, dude. Dave, Dave Rubin, dude. That that. Dude. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, Dave Rubin. Yeah, that guy. So I saw a tweet from him, and he was like, "Hey, um, Elon Musk. Like, don't you think it's weird how like uh, the New York Times has like a bajillion followers, and they can do something and get like fifty retweets, and I can put a banana emoji and a picture of a random '80s pop star and get." and easily beat that see next tweet and then it was just a banana emoji and a picture of uh the old the oldest lady from the golden girls the old, old sophia one. sophia it was just like a picture of a fucking banana and sophia and it got like five fucking thousand retweets <laughs> or some shit right <laughs> and then and then the next thing in the thread is elon going you know that does seem really weird i wonder about that blah 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 i'm some sort of authentication that's you know because like dudes hinting like, all I hear from this dude is, okay, we're going to remove the bots and authenticate real people. So what's that fucking mean, man? Does that mean, like, I got to dox myself by giving a fucking ID, like, parlor? Yeah. Do I yeah, have I thought to, about that too. you know, is it just some sort of, uh, do I have to prove I'm not a robot by answering some shit? Okay, that's one thing. Uh, is this a step towards a social credit score, a digital ID, uh, some sort of a fucking... I don't know, man. I mean, what could it be that I don't know of yet? I don't know. But and that's, I, I kind of had the idea that we should probably hedge our excitement just a little bit because it's not as though Elon Musk hasn't pulled some shit before. Like, it's not exact. I don't see how he would do exactly this. But like, look at this shit that happened with Bitcoin. You know, like he bought into Bitcoin heavily. He got everybody really into Bitcoin and then he sold it off and probably made a bundle for himself and tanked the market. So it's not like Elon doesn't have Elon's interests in mind and him being like some free speech purist is, I don't know, it just rings of um, like, that's the story. The story is that he's really into protecting our free speech, but he's, he wants to make money. He's, he's a money guy. I just want well, my story. Go ahead. I just want my name back. Yeah. Cam yeah, lost his one. account several months ago for telling the prime minister of Canada to eat poopies. I, I asked him if he'd ever considered <laughs> eating poop and passing away. And apparently yeah. that was too much. I feel like you were really polite. Yeah. And you were really, really polite are. about it. I'm offering solutions here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so Elon was, like, let's not forget that this dude, this free speech dude, was a World Economic Forum young global leader back yeah. in the day. Just like Trudeau, just like Newsom, just like so many, just like Macron, like so many of the villains on the stage, the hero of the moment also attended X Academy for Actors. Well, and, and, and it's like the other day, someone was asking if... Um how people felt about Russell Brand and if he's if he's based in Red Pill now. And I'm like, I can Google and find him in pictures with Klaus Schwab's son. 
Right. So he's obviously a limited hangout. That's I mean, the, yeah, yeah. That's the kind, I mean, kind of thing. You don't get access like this unless you um, grease the right palms. You know what I mean? It's like if he were actually like a threat to the establishment anyway, he none of this would have been allowed to happen. So, yeah. you know, this is all a pantomime for our, our pleasure, basically. Yeah. Yeah. All the world's a stage. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, let me that ask, was did you... Sir Francis Bacon, Shakespeare's best line, by the fucking way. <laughs> fucking great line. Um, so this this month, we we did two very Christian episodes, one about the gospel, one about um, resurrection and like physicalism, which went into a, a place that I didn't really intend that episode to go, but it was really a lot of fun to talk about because it's like, this is something that people don't talk about. But then last week, we had the Mormon on, ex-Mormon. Uh, and what did you think about that? I think I want to be invited to that fucking movie party, is what I think. <laughs> that dude. Like, uh, I'm not a big horror fan, so if we could swing it some other direction, I'd be very grateful. But, um, like, I really never thought about polygamy from a dude's point of view. Not yeah. once. Other than, fuck, I guess sometimes that'd be a lot of work, you know? But, like, yeah. the line that struck me super hard like a polygamous dude with like three four five wives like like he said like you got to keep each little bit sectioned off so they each feel that they have their own section but right. in able to in order to be able to do that you have to like section yourself off so you're never even ever open with anyone like who the yeah oh man yeah. what a lonely <laughs> fucking existence man that you can't ever be totally intimate with some, somebody because there's something you have to hold back because the other wife's confidence is dependent on you. So while they get to be totally open with you, you never have that ability to be totally open with somebody else. And nope. it is really unfair to the men. Like we, we do view it in the context of women all the time and maybe rightly so because it is unfairly skewed. Like the... um. The burden of it seems unfairly skewed in the women's direction, but it's not as though the men bear no burden. And in fact, it seems like a lot of them are participating in this because they're brainwashed into an ideology, not because they want to be doing it. Because there's something probably pretty unnatural about it. Well, he even said that his grandfather didn't go into it on his own volition, but based on his grandmother's reading right. and desires to do it, which is so wild because like... I'm not saying that women have never been mistreated, but if you look at a lot of the homes in in America and probably the world, women hold so much more power over these things than you'd I mean you'd ever think. Like you you'd think that they were all mistreated all the time, but it's like, no, my wife can make me do just about anything. Um, that's sort of my theory on how, like, the Roman Empire was Christianized, how the Vikings were Christianized. Like, militarily, these were stronger powers. The Romans took over everywhere they went. The Vikings, they absolutely decimated the Christian lands that they went into. Militarily, they destroyed them. And then they married Christian women. And those women converted those strong military powers into Christian people. It shouldn't have happened. It happened because of women. Like, oh, that is my, goodness. yeah. <laughs> they have the power of the bedroom. Yes. And that's, a, told that's the guy, a powerful force. I think it was, um, I think it was Whitey Hotep today. 
we were talking about men who are married to like ultra woke wives, like ultra woke suburban wives. And he said, um, you know, he didn't feel too bad for them. And I was like, look, S Stockholm pussy syndrome is a really strong force. And, you know, don't don't hate on the bro too much. It's not like he's not like under the thrall right now, you know? Yeah, there's um, no such thing as Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it's a thing. That's clever. It's a thing. <laughs> That's clever. That's not as good as Stockholm pussy, but it's clever. <laughs> no, I'm just saying there's, <laughs> there's no such thing as Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, I know. I don't. I'm not I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that if me and my wife both separately got Tinder accounts, and we both just scrolled and tried to match with people, I would get any fatty, and she would get <laughs> any dude on the thing. I Fair would enough. get like. I would only yeah. get certain cer a certain demographic of women, and I know this. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm. I, and, I, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I lucked out. Man, everything I want to say are things I should not say. <laughs> they're, fun, they're funny, but they're deeply inappropriate. <laughs> I've traditionally had the worst luck on dating apps. Like, fucking, uh, uh, I don't play well on the internet. Apparently don't represent well i do find in person you know if i could shake someone's hands and say howdy like hey what's up yeah like, on the internet people are not having it i think if something happens to my husband i'm just gonna have to become a nun because i don't think i'm like equipped to date in the modern era no <laughs> i'm i'm not like if you have you i, I have a friend who was complaining about uh tinder and he was showing me all of these um girls like profiles mm -hmm. and the amount of like vaccinated i'm a pfizer girl i'm this it's like i i don't even want to enter that world ever uh, again well hey, uh, now that you okay never mind I my tortoise well i thought my tortoise was stuck because he was shoving my fucking table across the patio but he figured it out and backed up you should show right. dante to the nice people he's down here dude holy shit <laughs> I just yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I expected like a little Mr. Turtle situation. That is a big ass tortoise. Yeah, I don't Whoa. know how to flip my camera around. But no, so he was moving where's that that table. Does he go in and a... out of like a doggy door in your house? Oh no, I'm not letting him in the fucking house. No, he'll walk <laughs> through the walls. No, no, dude. I saw this video this one time and these people were like Okay, so we got this tortoise from a rescue, and he's like Dante's size, right? Like seven, eight years old, like 80 pounds plus. With this fucking tortoise, they put him in a closet. And this dude burrowed through the wall, and then through the next wall, and then through the next wall until he found his way into the garage. And then he was fine. Freedom tortoise. Freedom tortoise, yeah. Right on, man. So yeah. you're, you're, he's six, six or seven years old. How long do they usually live? Uh, the oldest one currently is... Isn't he, like, like, born in 1840 or something? Born in the 1800s. The oldest one we know of right now. What? Yeah. 18... You mean 1940? No. Mm -mm. No. The oldest one in captivity oldest that we know of tortoise. is something like 200-something. He's a Sulcata. S-U-L-C-A-T-A. Right. So you can look up the oldest Sulcata. 
When I typed oldest tortoise into Google, the first search term that came up is oldest tortoise gay. And I'm so curious as to what that means. No, okay, apparently um, there is a 190-year-old gay yeah. giant tortoise. It says gay. Why is he gay? <laughs> why are you gay? Oh. How, why are you gay? You are I don't gay. Know. You are gay. You are, why are you gay? <laughs> you guys, have seen, you both have seen that uh, interview from Nigeria, right? Yeah. I have seen it because of you. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> that was the best. So, yeah. everybody on the internet knows this five-minute clip of this uh, Nigerian interviewer asking a, I guess, a, a transgender advocate, why are you gay? And you think, okay, this five-minute clip is probably the funniest part of the interview. That's why we only get the five minutes. No, no, no. That video is completely worth watching all two hours of it. The hijinks only get crazier from there. That's the beginning of the interview. That's how the interview starts. <laughs> that's why are you gay? Yeah, that's his opener. Why are you gay? And she goes, who says <laughs> I'm gay? And he goes, no, you're gay. <laughs> like <laughs> Nigerians don't give an F, man. Seriously. Okay, we got to find out why this turtle is gay. <laughs> So we feel we feel bad for the men in Mormon polygamy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, the the spirit blood thing was the most fantastic thing I'd heard in a long time. <laughs> Did you the machine gun Kelly thing? Is uh -uh. that what you're talking about? No, tell me what you're talking no. about. Because no, I'm tell me what else. you're talking about. No, no, no. Okay. The, 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 I'm talking about the guy. Great. Do what? Both things are great. No, Cam, no, you go we, first and then whip you go. When we were talking to uh, Ben and he, he was talking about how uh, spirit beings can't have baby, regular babies unless they, they, you know, become terrestrial beings and how uh, resurrected beings don't have blood like normal people. They just have spirit running through their veins. Spirit blood. And then I was just like, what does that even mean? Because there's no, like, it's just, and I said it in the show, but there's no, the word spirit that we get from the Bible where they allegedly would have gotten it. These, this word means breath. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, you had, you, you really think, right? yeah. Numa is the, the Greek version yeah. and Ruach is the, um, the Hebrew version. Okay. And, uh, but it's just, how do you even get spirit, not blood? It's wild. I just loved so that, every minute of that. So that was the Nephilim, right? The Nephilim babies were the half spirit, right? Blood yeah. babies, yeah. So, yep. it, which which is a much deeper yeah. conversation we've kind of we've talked with Cody about before. But it's like <laughs> the the fact that they made Jesus into a Nephilim is just so fantastic to me because it's it's just it's like yeah. buying into what those uh, like it. it if you believed in the um, the sons of God or whatever, that's exactly what you would they would want you to believe about Jesus is that he wasn't special and that he was just a havesy. Yeah. So it's it's Half wonderful. It's wonderful. I, I oh, Jesus was a hobbit. <laughs> I don't think that's what halfling means. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. The terminology I'm familiar with with this word. So what's up with M Machine Gun Kelly? Because all I know about him at this point is that he's making really awful emo music. And anytime someone says anything about him on TikTok, he freaks out. Oh, fine. Oh, okay. 
so I said the word machine gun, the name machine gun Kelly, because I think that's who this is actually about. But when I posted this tweet just before I deleted it earlier, I thought it was about Prince Harry. And I thought the attractive, dark haired woman that I saw in the tweet thingy was whatever her face was that married the dude that Bram Stoker wrote the vampire book about. Like that dude's descended from those people. Bram Stoker wrote Dracula. Yeah. about the British royal family that came from Transylvania or whatever and replaced the actual royal bloodline of Britain. And that's the royals they have today, the ones he wrote that book about, right? So I was like, oh, crazy, no doubt. Like, Dracula's scion is participating in blood magic. But anyway, it turns out it's just Machine Gun Kelly. And it's like this chick that he's with. Megan Fox? Yeah, was she in Transformers or something? Yes. She was, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought the one that married the prince was in Transformers, but I had that way wrong. Mm-mm. I don't know no, who married the prince. To be fair, that prince is not part of the royal bloodline. That prince is the son of a football player that Diana got with after she had the first son. That kid is not yeah. Prince Charles's kid, and we all know it. You're totally right. You are 100% yeah. correct. And also, I Harry? saw a comment that said Ivan the Impaler. Prince Harry. Yeah. So, Ivan the Impaler. Yeah. That's who Dracula was okay, written about. So... But anyway, that book was written about the British royal family, which is a descendant of Ivan the Impaler. And by the way, Prince Charles, the widow of Diana, now owns Dracula's castle in Transylvania. It's his summer home or something. <laughs> but he, he fucking owns that castle now. So that's a thing. Uh, So anyways, this tweet was about, this woman was talking about how like they were doing ritual bloodletting as part of their life. It's just like it's their religion or part of their worship is to do (laughs) ritual bloodletting. And she's like, I'm not going to say he like slashed his chest and like said, suck the soul out of me. But it did happen more than once. Like, so that's something that Machine Gun Kelly apparently does and that his fiance is comfortable talking about. Those two are so creepy. Right? The, I mean, I don't know if you've, if you've heard a lot of their like clips about each other and I, I think they may have each other's blood around their necks or something at this point. So Angelina Jolie crap. <laughs> um, but like, so Machine Gun Kelly was a rapper for a long yeah. time and then he decided to, uh, to fight with Eminem and because apparently he, uh, the story is Machine Gun Kelly had said that Eminem's daughter was hot and Eminem's daughter was underage when he said this. And so Eminem threw, threw a bar at him in one song. And so then Machine Gun Kelly thought, you know what? I can beat Eminem. And so he did this whole song called, um, I can't remember the name of his song, but he did this whole song and it was not very good. But then um, Eminem shot back with a song called Kill Shot and destroyed him. Well, and like Machine Gun Kelly after that, songs. yeah, he stopped making rap. And now he's doing like really shitty emo music with Willow Smith. Oh, Willow. I know you grew <laughs> up in a traumatic environment where your mom beats your dad all day, but you don't have to live like that. You can do better with your life, girl. I believe in you. Also, check out this image of... Um, yeah, I know him as Vlad, by the way. Vlad the Impaler. 
<laughs> yeah, thanks, Vlad, not Ivan. Okay, I'm going to show you guys something. Hold on. Okay, you see that? That dude yeah. next to the redhead, that's Prince Harry's actual father. Like, it's pretty effing apparent that they're of the same bloodline. I mean, not respecting the fact that William doesn't look like uh, the Prince. Oh, at what's all. the Prince act? At all. I just want to know who of... his father is because it's right. not the first guy and it's not the second guy either. Charles. Okay, yeah. so William doesn't look like Charles either, but irrespective of that, we have this redheaded kid and this redheaded dude that Diana Diana used to like tool around with, and they look exactly alike. And I'm just saying that DNA is a thing. Well, dude, that's one of bring, bring up the Justin Trudeau and Fidel Castro because that is even oh more perfect. Sure. Like that's. I was there's... gonna say uh, Podesta and the uh, dead lead singer of that fucking rock band, Link Chester. Park. Yeah. John Podesta and Chester, dude, that is that dude's fucking father, and no one will convince me otherwise. <laughs> oh, this they is wild. They named the band after the military base, and fucking John Podesta was in that area at the time that Chester would have been conceived. I'm just saying. <laughs> so they have this side-by-side -side of Trudeau and Castor's face, and it is wild. I don't know if you it guys is. can see this. I'm not. That's oh like my god! His, that's like a his, jinx at it. It's his own face. Yeah. Like that's the face. I'm gonna see well, if I can find another one. And see if you can. Also, there are also pictures of um, Trudeau, his mom hanging out with Fidel Castro and his mom and dad. But it seems like his mom is having far more fun than his dad is. I'm pretty also. sure Jinx wouldn't give us. <laughs> We could just play the jinx edit and fucking be done with it. Like, you'll get it all in a minute 12. Is that Trudeau's mom? That. Yeah, that is Trudeau's that's Trudeau. Mom. Yep, and that's Trudeau. Oh, my God. <gasps> Look at their smile. Look at their smile. Oh, and my God. And both of their father is Liam Neeson. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he does look like, oh, look at this one. He really looks like Liam Neeson in this one. And like, Chelsea going to find you. Doesn't Castro look does like, like doesn't look like Bill at all either. Not at all. Webster Hubble. Yeah. Thank you, gentleman skeptic. I High just five <laughs> that dude right now. Wait, what was his name? Webster well, Hubble. Yeah. Because I I have a hard time believing that anybody ever like had sex with Hillary Clinton. Uh, no 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 no. <laughs> I have zero. I have no problem believing that she would give her vagina to whoever would up her career right i feel but you also have to realize that her vagina is the plant monster from little shop of horrors too so a lot of people have called her hot when she was young though i don't really i'm not really into it but no no, no but i've seen it she's not she's definitely mid you know she's yeah she's, she's mid she's high mid okay for sure and you throw a little money you throw a nice college a pedigree on that it's it's a different story dude you know you're looking at you're looking at her now and trying to, you know. Oh, I don't know. I might hit that. Hold on. <laughs> Have you seen Nancy that? Pelosi Young? I wouldn't. See, I that's that's not in my that's not in my realm. But not at all. Look, she's pretty here. She's, I, she's she's pretty here. She does look like Chelsea there. But let's look at that Hubble guy, Webster Hubble. Webster Hubble. Okay. That's only like one of two human beings I've ever heard of actually. <laughs> Watching you type is 
hilarious. <laughs> I'm having some trouble here. Okay. So that's Webster Hubble and Chelsea Clinton side by side. Oh my God. There's something with the lips. I'm not okay. There's something with the <laughs> yeah, lips going the on here. No, look at the chin too. It's in the chin. It does look like a blunt, a blend of these two people for yeah. sure. Yep. I don't know. Oh, he is a horrifying man. <laughs> okay, so Chelsea Clinton next to Carolyn Hubble, who I guess is Webster Hubble's um, legitimate daughter. Yeah. Those yeah, two could be sisters. I believe it. Fucking, yeah. I can believe it. Yeah. I don't know why, but this guy's this guy's face made me think of uh, let me pull, I'm gonna pull up this video. Yes. He seems like um he's a moist kisser. <laughs> Have you seen this one before? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal. American Express Below the man he thought was one of Queensland's most wanted to a valley restaurant. Minutes later, police had the business surrounded, then sent in a delegation. Under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen, this is democracy manifest. What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Appreciate the way he was handled. See that chap over there? Hand off my penis! It took six hours to explain him his major concern was the meal he'd left behind. What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Eventually, they had him in custody. Get your hands off my penis! They picked that dude up to get him in that fucking glory. Ooh. Oh my god. Uh, succulent Chinese meal. Oh dear. What was the charge? Uh, well, they, it was a mistaken identity. They thought he was. That wasn't really him? It wasn't really oh. him. Yeah, <laughs> they were doing that just, guy dirty. He, some he dude. was right. To, he was right to worry about his succulent, succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> And I I believe him. I believe they touched his penis. Yes. Oh, yeah. I believe oh, him. Yeah. You can you see the look at it. His penis. What was that? <laughs> oh, man, there's so many videos of people being pat down. And they're like, I've seen at least two where, where they're like, what's this? Is this a gun? And he's like, no, it's my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a manner of speaking, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever show you the, the video of the guy? with his that got brought to the ground and he was worried about his coins yes i know about that one yeah oh bring, i'm gonna bring, find bring that a, that's a good one bring <laughs> that one up yeah so so who else uh while i do that who else is someone that definitely doesn't have the father they say they have i mean pick any other kid on my street probably <laughs> your, your streets do you, are there a lot of upside down pineapples on your street my i mean youngest brother yeah. Oh. <laughs> Chinese meal. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, there's a lot of different kind of car activity when husbands are out of town around here. I just it's not like I will narc on anyone, but I notice things. I notice that car is only there when he's on business. I'm the neighborhood watch over here, okay? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he's there just fixing the air conditioner. It's not I'm what sure. he's doing. The air conditioner's <laughs> not broken that often. 
<laughs> he didn't take a single tool in that house. He doesn't even own a fucking tool belt. I'm just saying. I mean, what's funny? Never mind. That would give Dude's too much got information. Soft hands and no HVAC certificate. <laughs> He's got rugged hands. Because if he had okay. soft hands, she'd just keep the husband around. He's got rugged hands. All right. All right. All right. Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> I'm gonna give away too much information and then it's yeah. gonna be a whole situation. My neighbor's gonna get murdered and it's all because of this podcast. That's gonna be horrible. I'm gonna see yeah. you on the fucking news. <laughs> Sorry, I need a beer. I'm so frustrated that I can't find this freaking video. It's hmm. so funny. Try um collectible coins arrest. <sighs> I'll, I'll find, I'll, ugh, annoying. I know my fucking saved images folder is full of memes comparing uh, people and people, but really the Podesta and Chester one is the only one I Did you pull that one up, ever Jessica? remember. Pull up Wait, Podesta pen- and, and Chester Pennington? I think it's with a B. Bennington? I think Something. So. I'm hammered and I'm trying to type. P- Podesta and who? Chester... Pennington. He seems like a man that will enjoy a succulent Chinese meal. Bennington or Pennington? Bennington. B. Ben- Bennington. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look yeah, look at these guys. Absolutely. Big black screen. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Right there, dude. Yeah. Yeah, those like dudes. Oh, look at that. That's sweet how they're father and son. It would be sweet if he wasn't fucking murdered for trying to expose the shit his father did. (gasps) Really? Yeah, dude. You know, he was working on that documentary with Chris Cornell, right? When he died. No. Yeah. About Anthony Bourdain? No, I don't think so. Uh, But Bourdain was implicated in that whole big thing that went around at that time. For like a sex thing? Well. Uh, see, that's why they're never going to let these people go down. If she's murdered, at least, you know, the husband watches. That's true. (laughs) That's true. It's one of the 666. (laughs) Uh, Here's that favorite. I've only ever seen cut down versions, but here we, here we go. The full, the full version is worth it. The hijinks. I just want you to know, you ain't get me. I got you. <laughs> oh, it's tired. I'm hot. Don't tase me. That shit just stings. My safe word is pineapple juice. Pineapple hey, juice. Put your hands behind your back. Palms up. Put your hands behind your back. Both hands. It's warm. <laughs> Stay just like that. Cross your ankles. Ooh. Cross your ankles. We gonna take pictures. Stay just like that. <laughs> You understand me? Bring your ankles up to your butt. Swap man, what's my safe word? Bring your ankles up to your butt. That's how far I go. <laughs> you think I'm in Pilates? Stay just like that. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have a hard time. I'm out of breath. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did he tase him? What are you doing? Dick. Stay just like that. Stick this hand up just like that. Don't move it. Word. I take it to No, I'll stick with pineapple juice. I like pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, watch your hands, boy! 
Let's go. Don't don't do that. That's oh that's that's my lighter. It don't work. Don't do drugs, kids. Those are my quarters. You want to put those in your pocket? That has changed. You know how long it took me to acquire those? Some of those are limited edition. Well, that's my flash drive. Don't look at it unless you want to see Big D. <laughs> Big that's D. my wallet. You have no. Ooh. <laughs> and watch your fingers, booty hole man. <laughs> He's strong. <laughs> I wonder y'all together. No wonder y'all together. Every, every strong man got a sensitive side. Like doing the weird shit. What's your safe word? <laughs> That's why he tased him. But here's the thing with these boots, they're sensitive. Limited edition. You're gonna drag me down the highway? Hey, real talk though. In my car, I got snacks. <laughs> you mind, uh, get my snacks for me? Huh? <laughs> In my car, I got snacks. <laughs> <laughs> it, for real, if you're going down anyway, you might as well go down with a bang. I, I don't understand how that cop was not losing his shit entirely while he was. <laughs> Every By time the way, I've been arrested. I've made the cops laugh. Every it's, time. It, it's Quest's anniversary, so I want to say happy anniversary Aww. to Quest. All right, happy Quest. anniversary, buddy. Wait, you keep that marriage it. together, boy. <laughs> Watch out, there, booty hole man. Quest. <laughs> Quest, in regards to your comment uh, as about the volume, pineapple juice actually changes the flavor for the better. Uh, if you are looking to increase volume, what Zink. you really want to do is eat a lot of celery. Oh, I'd rather die. Just put I fucking peanut butter on it, you pussy. Dude, dude, uh, celery just doesn't taste good. It's very stringy. I it give him that. Like water. It no, tastes it, like it, green see, water. And this is an argument that I've had with my sister-in-law. She says that celery doesn't have a flavor or a smell. And no, she's, she's wrong. wrong. Yeah. And I don't like either of those things. So I don't want it. Do you, if, do you like it wouldn't cilantro? Be part no, cilantro tastes like soap. Yeah, okay, good. But then why don't I don't understand? I, I mean, I don't, don't like I celery. also, it does taste like soap, but I don't understand why you don't like celery. It's you are good. both like genetic it. defects. I don't even know what I'm doing here right now. Okay, hey, so we were here first. So just because <laughs> you got made and oh, all of a sudden everybody can eat that fucking soap doesn't make you better yeah, than us. It just called, makes you gross. It's called an improvement. That's she also how evolution likes IPA. works. Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. Your kind are not long for this earth. Adapt so that you can eat more things or perish. I don't know what to tell you. So celery extract enhances sexual performance and improves yeah. sperm count. It may be because it appears to have inhibitive effects against free radicals, which can adversely impact fertility. Mm -hmm. So, fellas, eat your celery. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> celery and well, pineapple it's, pizza. It's See, not like a dude. belongs on pizza. Buddy, have you tried it with, uh, okay, so check this out. Try pineapple with if you like black olive throw black olive on love, there for I a little olives. bit of the savory okay um so we went uh jalapeno for the spice and the savory pineapple for that sweet and it rounds it all down uh we also throw black olive on there for more savory and a meat of your choice mm. but it's, it's really the jalapeno it's really the jalapeno that balances out that fucking pineapple and makes it worthwhile <laughs> pretty I good 
pineapple belongs on pizza, hot dogs or sandwiches, and I think that there are more doors than than uh, wheels on the planet. There you go. I don't even know how to answer that question. Than wheels? More do- more windows than wheels? Doors. More doors, doors. than wheels. Than yeah, wheels. I'm, I, I, you can say, you can name anything you want, but I want it to be true that there are more doors. So that's what I'm going with. I don't know how someone would determine or even ask a question like that. Okay, so one website says that coffee increases semen, and then another website says that coffee decreases semen. Uh, yeah, if he ate, so the, this comment says Cam has five kids. If he ate celery, we'd be overrun. Yeah. Yeah. All it takes Absolutely is a second true. of hesitation, and there's another child in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh fuck. <laughs> We're working on names. <laughs> All I know is that in the celestial kingdom I'll still have my genitals. Because I think that even even with one wife, I've done enough. Forgot about that aspect of it. Like you don't get nuts if you don't Man, that's fucked up. <laughs> I really want my nuts in the afterlife, dude. <laughs> All, Mr. Almond Man wants to make sure his nuts are still around. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. <laughs> I'm a big fan of them. I'm possibly the biggest fan of my nuts. I don't think anyone's ever I'm paid Googling... as much attention as I have. What are you Googling? What, what almonds do for your sperm count? Because since we found out about celery, I kind of am curious. Oh, so a group that oh. ate walnut, <laughs> a group that ate walnuts, almonds, and hazelnuts saw a sixteen percent increase in sperm count, along with notable improvements in sperm vitality, motility, and morphology, which is the shape and size. Not a lot of people know this, but you can have a high sperm count with a high motility, which means they move around a lot. But if they're shaped weird, they can't get in. So uh, morphology is actually really, really important. The Additionally, these men also had less fragmented sperm DNA. In mm-hmm. other words, their sperm was better equipped to make the long swim north. Someone wrote that in all deadly seriousness. <laughs> the article is titled Sperm Health and Eating Nuts. <laughs> Big fan. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Take this, please. Oh my god! He's white. <laughs> He's about to do oh, something awesome. He's literally getting naked. Oh my god. Drop trap, motherfucker. Got that deep V going. Oh! Oh my god. I'm sorry. That's it? Is this some kind of mating call? It is. Yeah. This is the Klingon mating ritual. Yeah, they know who we are. 
said plug your ears. Plug your ears. He's going to do something loud. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that. He's standing outside of our glass office, hitting the wall with the belt. Cussing and something. Did you not hear that? Oh my gosh. Mm. Okay, well, I don't know if we're 25 staff members in here and some employees and some residents that are about to be hurt. Somebody can close this. We're about to be pleasured more than they've ever been pleasured in their life. Wait, how are his shoes off now? What happened? <laughs> he rolled his pants up. He's demonstrating his virility. I don't understand why these women are so ungrateful. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh my God. That was kind of a fucking climax. You can hear how excited they are. Four of those women are pregnant already. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> so I don't know if you noticed that. But he asked that dude if it was a weapon, and he goes, no, that's my penis. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I'm revved up now. <laughs> to go Come to go kick the tires and light some fires. <laughs> Hope you ate your almonds, y'all. That man, as Gentleman Skeptic says, that man dips his celery in almond butter while shooting oysters. That's right. That's right. I don't know why all uh, those women were so damn ungrateful. It's quality. He, he was giving him them his best, and they couldn't appreciate a real man. That I'm glass or whatever was super strong. That shit didn't break at all. It's hella loud. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you, watching a <laughs> policeman fondle a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> so when I initially saw that video for the first time, it didn't include what he had done to get arrested in the first place. I'm I'm so glad I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> the elephant man says he was just unfrozen that day. <laughs> he didn't know. It's not his fault. So this has been a very caveman lawyer. <laughs> It's been a very deep conversation so far. Um, let's see. Is there is there anything? Oh, oh, Jessica. Yeah. You had your first Orthodox Easter. Oh, we can't talk about highlights? that after we talked about all these unsavory things. <laughs> we were it, it's actually it was... the perfect time to talk about it. <laughs> no, I, I I I really enjoyed it. It was um, wonderful, and if. Um, you ever have the opportunity i encourage everybody to experience the orthodox easter aka pascha celebration at least one time in your life because it is it is truly unreal and um i think that orthodox give uh, easter its proper due it's um i was warned that it was bigger than christmas and <laughs> it's bigger than christmas and new year's valentine's day and thanksgiving all put together in one it was um a massive week-long event and 
I probably needed three days to recover afterward. <laughs> like it was, um, we left the church at four o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. Like it was crazy. I have a question. Yes. How many butter lambs did they have to make? <laughs> I had the only one. Oh, wow. I know, <laughs> I know. So I was told, so they have Easter baskets come from this actual idea that you're breaking Lent. So you've had this really long period of time where you've restricted yourself from eating meat and dairy, um, olive oil, wine, eggs, cheese, all that stuff. And so during the end of uh, Lent and the beginning of the Pascha season, you put all of the things that you've been restricting yourself from into the boss into the basket. You bring basket it to the church, the, the basket. It's a savory Chinese meal. Um, so you put all that stuff in the basket. You bring it in. The priest blesses it. And then um, you get to indulge in all those things. So that's where Easter baskets actually come from. Um, the colored eggs are also in a pretty old Orthodox tradition. They're dyed red because of a story about Mary Magdalene um, talking to the Emperor Nero. I don't know. I'm probably getting that wrong. Anyway, in the story, he holds up an egg and he says, if God, if uh, Jesus was truly resurrected, this egg will turn red in my hands. And apparently the egg turned red. And so part of the, it's, it's a, it's a pretty old tradition. And so a lot of people kind of borrowed the idea that eggs are dyed because of a pagan fertility festival. It's actually a Christian tradition. It's not a pagan tradition. So, um, if you guys want to look that story up in your free time, you're welcome to. But the dyed eggs are, in fact, a Christian tradition, a very old, very old one. My grandpa was a Baptist preacher. And I've never heard the Mary Magdalene story. Yeah. Um, the Protestants and the um, Orthodox are removed by this thing called the Catholic Church. And mm. it's like a big game of telephone between the <laughs> traditions. <laughs> yeah. So... But yeah, if you guys look into the red egg of Mary Magdalene, I mean, those are probably going to be your best search terms. And you'll be able to find the story. There's also a book from the Orthodox Church called the um, the Synaxaris um, that I think I'm saying incorrectly. But it has the 80-page detailed Mary Magdalene tradition about what happened with her after the um, the resurrection. So like she went on to do other things, and that is detailed in that book. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the dyeing of eggs actually comes from. So a lot of people will say, well, what do eggs have to do with Easter? And I'm like, well, oh, turns out a lot. <laughs> and that they didn't they didn't really borrow that from the pagans. Like, I get where they're thinking eggs, fertility, springtime. Like, I get the the logic line that people use to get that. But it actually was a Christian tradition. So I don't really understand. I never understood the pagan part of it at all. Like, Chickens lay eggs all the year round. So, right, right. There now, I will of, say, <clears throat> go ahead. I was just say there are a lot of things that people claim are pagan in Christmas, Easter, whatever, that are just not. Right. That are just uh, some of them are just everyday things that people did, and it mm -hmm. wasn't like connected to paganism at all. And nope. sometimes it was like German kings that or queens that like their like to bring a tree in the house and had nothing to do with religion whatsoever. Like there's all these things that they try to peg as paganism. It's like uh, zeitgeist. There was that horrible zeitgeist documentary documentary so long ago that then uh, Bill Maher used as a source material for his 
documentary Religious, where mm-hmm. they talk about Mithra and like none of the stuff that they mention in Mithra is true at all in the historical record. None of the stuff that they mention through um, Egyptology and Egyptian myths are true. It's just there's they they play this game of telephone of one guy said it one time on a blog with no backing. And it just goes and people just go with it. They run with it. It's it's wild. Sure. Sure. So I'm gonna try and pull up um, a picture for you guys. The icons of Mary Magdalene with the red egg are hundreds of years old. And um, so you can see these literal hundreds of years old images that show Mary Magdalene holding this red egg. Not all of these are hundreds of years old, but like this image right here is a Byzantine icon that's hundreds of years old. And she's sure. depicted in it with, you know, with a red egg, basically. <laughs> um, so the, on the on the second, I, I love that first one. Oh, this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> check, check this out. <laughs> check the, look at this. <laughs> And then there's like, I mean, so that the image of her with the red egg, like this is an old um, Coptic icon right here, I think. And so the image of her with the red egg is actually quite old. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I've heard that before, Ishtar, Easter. But that's not um, even the only one. The reason I brought this up is because people will say Ishtar is to Easter and then they'll mention a Germanic god. Like the, people can't get their, their story straight as to where this word came from, which is funny because they everyone says something different and it's just because it sounds similar right right and that's not really like a a good enough reason um easter was actually referred to as pascha in the very early christian church and it had to do with passover because that was the time that jesus transliteration of pesach which is the hebrew word for passover passover and Christ was um, executed during the Passover. Like that was the whole reason <clears throat> they had to wait to bring the myrrh to the tomb is because they're, and we have this like three day period that lapses is because they couldn't go during the Passover. It was not according to their religion. Also the reason that Joseph of Arimathea asked to have his body removed from the cross was because they didn't want to handle a dead body during the Passover. And so the, the Passover plays really heavily into all of these events and why they happened in the order that they did. And so Easter is Pascha, which is Passover. Hmm. So if anybody wanted all that information, you have it now. <laughs> I have it now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're going to do with it, but you have it. And if you're ever on Jeopardy, it could come in handy. Well, I know this. I, I, one of my neighbors has a son who's a Russian Orthodox priest. So the next time I see him, I'll... Cool. Um, so when Ask you see an Orthodox during the next month, you can say to them, Christ is risen, and they'll reply, truly, he is risen. This is the greeting that Orthodox use. Um, okay. Christ is risen. And you'll hear all throughout the church when people greet each other, they'll say, he is risen. Truly, he is risen. Christos anesti, um, which is Greek for uh, Christ is risen. Mm-hmm. So um, if you see him within the next month if, and you shout Christ is risen, he'll just automatically turn around and give you the reply. I'm going to make him jump. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The the coolest part for me of the Pascha celebration is that at midnight that we have a Saturday night, Sunday morning, midnight service, all of the lights in the church were turned off and it was completely dark in the church. 
And we're all standing there for quite a long time in the dark. And then from behind the altar, you see the priest lighting a single candle. And then within a few minutes from that one little flame, all of the candles that everybody in the church is holding are lit. And the, the church just becomes awash in light. And people are booming triumphantly. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. All the lights come up. Like it's a total change from the sort of like somber, penitent um, feeling of Lent. And then suddenly you're in this incredible celebration that is just bursting with light. And I, I had an incredible time. It was it was really awesome. And I encourage anyone who can stand a four-hour church service to go to a Paschal celebration. <laughs> Baptist services are not like that. No. And uh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I see the value in, you know, a good 30 minutes to an hour. You get out. You go have your lunch. Like, I get it. You know, you get your, your feel good. You get your pump up for the week and... Well, I didn't attend this year, but um, last year for Easter, I did. I went to my grandpa's old church, and uh, their Easter celebration is a bit different. It's a bit more involved. It's like an hour service. But then um, after that, uh, like all the women cook a meal. So everybody mm -hmm. goes down to the basement and eats a meal. That's pretty awesome. Uh, but it's definitely, it's definitely like nobody's celebrating coming out of fucking Lent. Nobody gave up shit for... <laughs> anything <laughs> that's a catholic thing more than anything we're celebrating the idea of the empty tomb um and this is sort of uh, a, a theme that you hear repeated throughout the service of the women um coming to the tomb and the angel asking them why are you seeking the living amongst the dead he's not here mm -hmm. um because he's alive and mm -hmm. so that um, the way that this uh, theme is symbolically carried out throughout the Orthodox service is really beautiful and and ancient and wonderful. And I, I don't know, I, I, um, I never have seen Easter be given its proper due the way that the Orthodox, they do it. They do Easter. I mean, Christmas was a big deal, like it is for everybody. But this blew Christmas out of the water, man. Like I, <laughs> Christmas, what? <laughs> So um, another another really awesome part was the um, the lamentations. So there's a tradition with um, the lamentations of Mary, where it's all these um, poems um, said from the, the the point of view of the Virgin Mary about losing her son and the the um, sadness she feels, and it really like brings you into her place as a mother and like what she is seeing, what she's sacrificing, and um, it's it's painful, but it's really beautiful. And so you kind of have this thing that like brings you to really like low, low place, as I'm sure the the disciples and the women that were with Christ felt when he when he had, was killed on the cross. I'm mm -hmm. sure it was the most awful feeling in the world. Like all the light and life had been taken out of them. And then to suddenly have this explosion of light back into the church all of a sudden. I mean, I it's probably a a, a modicum of what oh, yeah. the event was like for the people, but it, it punctuates what really happened. Just an approximation, of course, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. right, yeah. right. So, so I, I asked the chat to throw anything in there that they want might want us to comment on, and Andy, okay. our favorite Andy, the best Andy, said he'd like us to comment on the seemingly universal excitement from confiscating 
the assets of Russian oligarchs. I have heard of this. Yeah. Aren't they taking yachts away from yes. rich Russians? Yeah. Why would I Basically. be happy about that? I mean, I, I guess because there's, they're there's now this... our yachts, comrade. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I guess there's and there's this this hatred of anyone in the one percent, and so I guess they. I mean, they would probably cheer yeah. if uh, Elon Musk got Twitter taken away from him, sure. right? I mean, it's the same <clears throat> same deal. They just like to see billionaires punished, especially when it's connected so to Hitler. You've well, seen they what they just they they don't <laughs> want to see billionaires punished. They're fine with their billionaires. Okay. Right. They're fine with the billionaires, the unseen billionaires that have always run things and let them have whatever fucking comforts they get on their free range farm. Like, yeah, just like look farm. at the difference That's... the difference between the Russian oligarchs and um uh what's what who uh Elon Musk and Twitter versus the Disney getting tax exempt status taken away. Right. Just look at that. Right. It's clear that they want their billionaires to be billionaires. They want their yeah. billionaires to have their their hands sh strangling out culture. Nobody who's complaining about Elon Musk is also complaining about Bill Gates buying up all of the farmland in America to the point where, and maybe you can confirm if this is bullshit or not, Whip, that Bill Gates now owns more uh, farmland than private owners own. Yeah. Yeah. So no one, no one seems to have a problem with the fact that Bill Gates has literally bought up all of the farmland to use to grow fucking pea protein. Uh, it's not just Bill Gates. No. No. All the majority of our farmland in the United States is now corporate owned. Yes. Yeah, like it's that's, not. It's that's... not just Gates. Like there's there are companies you know um, that I know that that own more farmland in California than Bill Gates does. Bill Gates owns four thousand nine hundred and some change acres in California. He owns like. Uh, Fucking sixteen thousand in Washington or something. He, it looks like overall he yeah. owns two hundred and forty-two thousand yeah. acres. Yeah, um, and and I know personally, I know people who own a little bit shy of that. Not a lot shy, but a little bit shy of that. And um, it's a fucking issue. It's yeah. a big fucking issue because what the is people who own that farmland, they're not farmers. They are people who also own a bunch of other shit. And what they're doing on the farmland is they're securing water. Um, mm -hmm. They're buying, they'll buy any fucking farmland with one source of water, one solid source of water. They used to be, they would only buy farmland with three solid sources of water. But now these very same people will buy farmland with one source of water because water has all of a sudden become that much of an issue in their circle or right. the control of water. You know, Are they like, doing because, anything with the land? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's Bill Gates doing with the land? Is he buying soybeans? Like, what's what's he doing? Well, I mean, I don't know personally what he's doing with his land, but, like, these guys here, these guys, uh, they don't personally farm any of it, but they find people who... It's essentially modern sharecropping is corporation yeah. to farmer, Yeah, you know? Um, Leasing land. They'll put up the money to own... Generally, it like, it's probably not Bill Gates, right? It's probably Bill Gates hired some people who made a fund and got people to invest in that fund. And that fund is set for X number of years with uh, X number of money available to it. And you can, you can budget it out for X number of years and you're either making money by uh, renting that out to farmers, leasing it out to farmers, or you're 
making money on the eventual resale of that land, you know, or whatever the investment fund calls for. Is he buying like Bill Gates? These people, are they buying it from private owners or are they buying it from yeah. uh, BLM? Both Just buying it wherever they can get it. So funny. Uh, I, mean, I, I know a guy, uh, I met a guy who is not, he hasn't bought one fucking acre that was ever listed. But he has, uh, he, on the sly, will pay $33,000 an acre for any piece of land uh, from, like, three or four acres and up that has water on it. Any piece of farmland. If it has water on it, he will buy it. And if it has a house, so much the better. Because that house will have a well. So it's guaranteed to have water, right? So, and, and his goal is not to flip that land that he's buying for 33 and could sell probably for 40 to 45, depending on what area he's in um, around here. If he's a little North, that price goes uh, one way. If he's a little South, that price goes another way. It all depends on the water situation and the soil. But, but that guy will just play that flat 33. And he, his plan is to hold it until it's a hundred thousand dollars an acre, which it will get. It will fucking get. Yeah, water is, this, is the new currency. Is so this just Mad totally Max? Right. Is is this just? Are they just wanting to control the water? Well, it's bureaucracy. If if, if they don't, be, okay. So the water's there, right? And the water was always like the people's water, right? Like mm-hmm. my irrigation district has water because we uh, put up a fucking dam and built a reservoir. And we have that. That's why we have water. And that's why we have some of the best, cheapest water in the state. Um, But the state has put in new rules and the state is grabbing all the control they can. Um, They're instituting smart meters on wells, agricultural wells, you know, Um, and they'll just fucking shut people's water off when it comes down to it. Um, And they're doing it all under the guise of we need to uh, ensure something, something for the fish at the mouth of the exit to the ocean. Uh, So uh, they're pumping extra water into the ocean uh, instead of letting people use it. Isn't there, I mean, I'm not sure about that, but I I thought I heard that if you pump fresh water into salt water, it changes the salination. It's not actually good for the fish. And it can also like change the temperature too, because like you have um, water that's on the flowing close to the surface that gets heated and then you're like dumping it into the ocean. So it does have a pollutive effect because it's dumping all this like extra warm water into the ocean. Well, that very well could be what they're. Right. So the, the section they're talking about is the interchange coming out of the uh, like the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, mm-hmm through the mountains uh, into the Sacramento and the the Valley Delta. Um, So that interchange where the fresh water's coming in and the seawater sort of is, um, if the fresh water going in isn't enough, then the salinity will come in to the Delta. And the the saline seawater is Mm -hmm. extremely detrimental. So that's the science they're using behind it. And it is real, but um, they're like with everything else we've seen over the past couple of years, that science gets warped into 
ultimate government control over everybody's fucking right. well, you know? Right. Right. Well, so, so, so we see a lot of rich elites and corporations buying up land with water supplies. And there's also been a bunch of um, food processing plants that have burned down or have been oh, destroyed yeah. lately. Like 16 in the last year or something. And you, you start seeing these, these depletions of natural resources that we need. And you see what happened with COVID. And as Elephant Man asked, you know, um, I haven't noticed anyone in my circle panicking about costs or food. Which is wild because it seems uh, like there's I don't know a why. Of, there are a lot of attacks going on in basic needs of humans in the United States right now. And I'd like to know why. And I'd like to know why more people aren't freaking out about how much food is going up. Because I know I've noticed. Yeah. I, I, I usually would spend for my husband and I maybe $100 in groceries a week. That's eating really well. Like we're eating mm -hmm. bougie for that. And now you know, to get much, much cheaper food. We're spending well over that, maybe 150 and not being able to get like all the fruit and all the different meat and all like, cause um, you know, we had a pretty healthy diet. We're, we're eating pasta and rice and stuff now, and it's still costing us more to eat. Yeah. Yeah. The, the pound of coffee that I used to get um, two years ago was nine ninety nine. We paid for that pound of coffee of the Dunkin Donuts, coffee beans the whole beans is 17 dollars yesterday that we paid for that well in, in in don't you remember at the beginning of the covid stuff they would um when they would section off stores of things as you know um necessary and unnecessary i forget what what well, i don't know mm -hmm. what words mm -hmm. essential or non-essential right they yeah. never let you buy seeds yeah <laughs> seeds yeah. were always yeah. non-essential yeah and oh look at that and stella said you know seeds are out of stock in a lot of places too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it true. does seem like there's some coordinated attack or maybe some you you won't own anything and you'll be happy situation going on with the elites and the corporations and our, our food supplies i have a very small blackberry bush on the side of my house and i've cut five propagates off of it because i'm going to try and seed that stuff all over my land like if i gotta eat off of my property i'm in a lot of trouble and i garden a lot like i do it as a hobby it's something that I, like i i try to be good at and even someone who puts a lot of daily effort into gardening if i had to rely on my backyard for food i would starve to death you would and fucking so I, starve i would fucking starve to death i mean i, I i'm worried about people who have yeah. nothing you know what i'm saying like that's going to become a roving band of human beings that i have to no. kill for my um, my blackberry patch and i'm a little worried about that no it won't they'll be in a fema camp getting handed food long before they're a roving band of human beings i mean but what happens you when will be in the fema camp with them oh yeah we'll see with a bunch that. of chicken heads jessica no, I mean, <laughs> <see. like. laughs> <laughs> Drinking machine. That bitch of rose. <laughs> Y'all need some roses and some matches. Right? <laughs> matches. Nobody smokes crack with matches. Wow. You're not smoking crack with matches. Not one person ever. You and what's great is you really do have to be an actual genuine crackhead to understand the commentary we just made. So I hope 
that was pertinent to somebody in our audience. Good talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, man, as for the food plants being burned down, like the there's going to be food, you know, um, but does it fall into some sort of a like a weird regionalization that like, all right, so I think it's the report from Iron Mountain that Monica talks about where the de hegemony the, the it's no longer hegemonization yeah, yeah, yeah i'm making up fucking words here um <laughs> but like it like like less of a world stage and more of a regional player stage right so okay. like what does that entail well if that entails uh a curtailing of free trade with uh people who are now apparently uh other regional players, you know, like we're not free trading with whoever now, then um, we're going to make stuff at home. We're going to bring jobs back to America, baby. But you're not going to have 37 options in fucking cornflakes. Man. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like there aren't enough options of shit. No, actually. Um, but I mean, but that's what that's, you know, like you'll have the thing, but it won't be the thing you were used to. It might not be as good as you were used to. And it's definitely not going to be the same brand, you know? Mm. No. Okay. So that, that does relieve me a little bit because a friend of mine was talking to me about, okay, well, once the food runs out and all the people in the city start to get the idea that the people in the country have the food. And this is kind of what we saw during like the, um, when the Soviet union um, tried to nationalize their farming industry and the farms, the production of the farms actually crashed. The people in the city started to believe that the people in the country were like hoarding the food. And so they're like, go out there and kill all those farmers and take their food. Well, that didn't work out super well because people in the city didn't know how to farm. Bureaucrats don't know how to farm. They Was didn't that actually the Kulak? know. The, the Kulaks, Kulak? yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't, my knowledge of that is limited to Twitter memes. Like the the Hololdemore um, was, you know, like it's on par with the Holocaust, if not worse, in terms of like the numbers of people who actually starved to death in like yeah. the Ukraine. And, yeah. uh, you know, so the, the, the really screwed up part about that all is once these city people get the idea that the country people are like hoarding something from them or taking something from them. And this isn't just happened. It didn't just happen in the Soviet Union. It happened during the French Revolution, too. It's like yeah. they tried to nationalize everything, the production tanked, and then they went out there and started basically killing off farmers because the city, the, the people who were keeping them in power, which were these, uh, the kulat, the sang kulat of the city, keeping them in power, believed that the farmers were hoarding the bread and were hoarding the flour. And so we've seen this situation play out time and time again with nationalization of par farming. And so what you're talking about now is this giant buy-up and nationalization of farmland, which I don't know. I mean, I'm a student of history. I've seen this writing on the wall for a long time. And it's the country people who are going to get blamed for it. The farmers who get blamed for it. Greedy. We're greedy, yeah. yes. greedy farmers. Yes. I'm the one. All right. For the record, I don't know how much y'all pay for a pound of fucking almonds in the store, but it is not what I make. I promise you that. Last Ammons? time I actually bought almonds in a store. Yeah, go fuck yourself. The L is silent. Like salmon. <laughs> How much is a so, pound of almonds? Almonds. I don't know. Almonds. Almonds. The D is also silent. 
almonds. My, my sainted grandma. Did I tell you my, my sainted grandma's joke about it? No. Okay. So my sainted grandma, uh, who got me in trouble for saying darn, because I knew what I was meaning, and so did God. Um, <laughs> yeah. That woman, her favorite joke was that they were almonds in the tree, but in order to get them on the ground, you had to shake the L out of them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good one, Granny. Good one. Good one. Yeah. 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 All right. Grandma, so, here. Grandma Whip's got jokes. Yeah. Well, Grandma, Grandma Spoon. <laughs> there's another nut that people talk about. A P-E-C-A-N. How do you say this word? I'll put it on the screen so that you can a read pecan? it. Pecan. Yeah. 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 They're called pecans. I don't know where y'all are from, <laughs> but it's pecan. Yes, you do. Place where we say stuff correct. It's pecan. Pecan pie. I'm obviously in Florida. Go fuck yourself. Right. Look at his <laughs> look at his his Meyer lemons. Lemon tree. Right. So, okay, so, so, so pecans. Pe pecans. Pecan. Pecan pie. Right. The can that you would pee into. Well, it is Georgia. Yeah. Cool. Good. It's, a pea. it's P E P pecan. My dad, so they they tried growing pecans in Arizona, like fucking 30 years ago and my dad was running a uh, custom shaker outfit so he would go and and shake almonds but pecan season is right after walnut season so he mm -hmm. would go almond season and then walnut season and then he would load eight fucking shakers up and they would go to arizona and they would put giant this is not a mormon show they would put giant <laughs> metal wheels on the shakers um because it was sandy and wet and mm -hmm. they and the shakers would sink so they made these giant ass metal wheels and they would drive around and shake with giant i don't know the story kind of died out sorry but it was really yeah. cool in my brain like really mad max <laughs> metal wheels on these so fucking things. A, a, a pound of almonds almonds a pound of almonds is 9.99 a bag according yep. to the internet for a pound yep. what do you what do you make as the farmer for a pound right, right now the price is a buck fifty a pound. Wow, they are hosing us on almonds. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Which reminds me, we're going to start a website to sell mine. So, yeah. I'll let okay. you guys know what that happens. Are you going to do oh, anything fuck, that to that reminds it? me. I gotta, well, my brother, actually. So, um, almonds aren't actually super good for you if you eat them raw. Um, you, okay. re, you, need, you need to activate them, which is people will soak them in water. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and so my whole life, like, you know, you eat raw almonds, they're fine, but um, cooking them, roasting them, or soaking them in water will activate them. Okay. And it, it makes the nutrients bioavailable. Um, gotcha. Because if you eat them raw, they actually take nutrients from your body and don't do much for you at all. Is it the same um, enzyme reaction as like in beans? I think so. Okay. I think it's very similar. Yeah. It's one of those weird whole protein reactions. Cool. Cool. Uh, so like, but grandma's recipe, she would, uh, she would blanch them, which involves, uh, you boil them and then you mm -hmm. pop the skins off. Um, cause she had seven kids. So she could boil like 15 fucking pounds of almonds and then dump them on the table and make the kids squish all the skins off. And, and then, so you lay them out flat in a, like a baking pan, uh, on paper towels you and you slide on. them in, you slide them in the oven without cum. And you, you gently bake the water out of them a little bit. And then 
you put them in a super hot uh, cast iron skillet with like extra virgin olive oil and you fry the shit out of them and then you salt them and then there's one more step that i'm not telling you because it's a family secret and go fuck yourself okay <laughs> but, so i i tried so to gonna... insert it there but he he took it out roast <laughs> so you will roast them and cook them they'll be available to like mm -hmm. eat like they'll be yeah. edible okay yeah they're they're fucking delicious and so like just roasted fried salted that's mm, that's my favorite it's like a family thing. We really love okay. it. My brother okay. experimented with, he uh, had a bunch of different flavors. He was actually uh, selling them for a while uh, with some sort of a, I don't know, some sort of a company he got hooked up with. You know, they would place his okay. product in, in places. He did all right. Okay. But, so will you have anything like, like chili spicy ones or like? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He did a, a whole bunch of different hot flavors. And uh, Bernie's been experimenting with, um like uh like a smokehouse flavor and mm. um uh sort of a like a cinnamon sugar like a roasted pecan that you would do like a cinnamon sugar roasted pecan mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she see birdie's from georgia as well so she used to yeah, do that yeah we do so those she, at christmas yeah yeah so she did that with some ams turned out fucking great and it's yep and the family you know, it's always like, oh, we're eating roasted salted almonds. And she's like, here's a bowl of sweet nuts. And they're like. <laughs> <laughs> and they like it. They, it was, yeah. they went over gangbusters. So yeah. there's that. Um, my brother did a truffle salt flavor that was just banging. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I really liked his, uh, his garlic flavor. And then he had a couple of different hot mixes that he would do. So. I feel like people are really into like that artisanal stuff too. Like yeah. if it's something you have to order special, it's not something you get like on your everyday grocery shelf, even though for the seller, <laughs> the bug shortage, that's terrible. Um, you know, they, they want it because it's special and you sure. know, that might decrease as we're moving into this like period of food, food shortage. But you know, um, I still enjoy, you know, knowing, okay, this is a special little thing. People around me, they went to the grocery store. They don't have this. And so there's, you know, something special to it. Those Marcona, Marcona almonds can blow me. Oh, That's the only I thing Spain it. can fucking grow, man. <laughs> Fuck those almonds. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to tell you that after, uh, this is completely off topic, after yeah. last week's episode, I had five LDS Mormons in different messengers <laughs> blowing me up at around the same time. What? What about just, what? Just about how uh, what um, Ben described was. Uh, what's it called? What's his name? Um, Brigham what, Young's uh, heresy. Brigham, Brigham Young's heresy. And I was like, "You mean the guy you named the college after him? That guy?" <laughs> Yeah, the school Steve Young went to. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I had and and just it was just wild because you know in each of them because they are Mormon LDS people they were like I'm sorry for taking this out on you, but I just I I I saw what he said and I think he was a very interesting person. I'm sorry for what he went through, but he's wrong on every count. And this is why. Have okay. you ever considered having a Mormon apologist on your show? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not never. Not no. never know how. Uh -uh. Nope. 
Wow. Honestly, if you could get, if you could get like an actual, like a Mormon, I don't know. Are they bishops? Are they priests? Are they wizards? I don't know. Whatever the fuck they are. You could get one of those dudes on there. That would be a fun show. It would. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Make. We could ask them the difficult questions. We can be like, Mm -hmm. so what's with the racism and the white Mm -hmm. and delightsome? And how come y'all don't like black people? Why does it cost so much to get married in the fucking church? Where's (laughs) that money go? What's with the special underwear? Okay, but literally most of the things I know about Mormonism are from uh, Orgasmo. Is that... that, That's the uh, Trey and... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Matt did that one South Park. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's really... It's really where I know most everything about it. Also, there was... uh, I think it was the last podcast on the left did a couple of Mormon episodes back in the day. They did a a great treatment of um Koresh and mm-hmm. then walked it back later. Yep, walked it right the, the fuck back. Um Trey Parker and uh what's his name? Matt. You're talking something? about the yeah South they Park. did no the last podcast on the left. No last podcast oh. on the left. Um, yeah. Which I used to listen to all the time. All the fucking time. And then they went and batshit then, crazy when the orange man got elected and I couldn't do it anymore. Well it was just I, I dude I lost Friends and podcasts when that motherfucker got elected. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Like it's bizarre like, too. That shit crazy. You fucking It's bizarre. Me? I was walking through my hallway in my house yesterday and I just had that this moment where it like hit me. I was like, Donald Trump was our president. For <laughs> four years that guy was president. And the world went fucking wild. It's still <laughs> wild. It still hasn't recovered. Because Donald Trump was the president. I mean, is it, yeah. it's like, did that happen? Was I just yeah. high? Like, <laughs> that's Those are those moments of derealization that people who have like mental disorders deal with all the time. But we just do it and go, Donald Trump was actually president of the United States. Yeah. Like for real. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what else? Guess what else? Donald Trump was the best president of our fucking lifetime. How about that shit? <laughs> We're being fucking batshit crazy. That's just a fucking fact. Oh my god. So wildly, he actually did a lot of good stuff. I mean, in terms of like like bringing down the cost of insulin, he did a lot of prison reform. So like behind all the stuff that the press was actually saying about him, he genuinely did some like decent things. It's just so kind of wild because like you just wouldn't expect it. He did some irreparable bad like yeah i agree. fucking introducing bump stock laws unfucking forgivable um but you know like still best war criminal of my lifetime <laughs> I mean, yeah up, that, that bears mentioning that he like actually did increase the drone bombing as far as oh, yeah, yeah. Obama. It's... how do you top obama's numbers jesus wept Woo! and then and then like Donald Trump uh, leaves and Joe Biden has is forced to pull troops out of Afghanistan because the Taliban is basically taking over the entire country by quest. And, you know, then he's like sort of taking credit as this peacemaker that he ended this 20 year war, so on and so forth. And it's like, no, you lost Afghanistan to the Taliban. Like you lost the 20 year war <laughs> for all the Billions of dollars and the lives and the destruction just to the fabric of society of the globe. You lost. It came 
it all came to naught. And so now we're in a new situation <laughs> where we're pumping guns and money to Eastern Europe because that's going to turn out awesome. It's going to be great. It's going to be great, you guys. It's all going to be awesome. We're definitely not going to starve to death. It's going to be great. So next week, we're talking to a guy who does autopsies and embalms people. Oh, fun. So that'll be that'll be interesting. And anyone who has questions about death and like one on one uh, interaction with death, let us know so that we can ask those questions. And then we've got um, I'm just I won't put this at the end, but I was just going to say we have Stephen Ignoramus coming on to talk about him being at January 6th and what the FBI did to him. And uh, so that should be fun. Yeah. Um, Cody Cook and John D'Angelo are going to come on and talk about enemy love. I wanted to talk about that because there are a lot of podcasters out there who really make you want to kill your enemies. And I'm not into that. And so I wanted to have a conversation <laughs> about that. And they try to do it from like the Bible. And I'm like, no, you're, 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 you're messing up. Um, I got Brett banned from Twitter for saying I didn't want to kill Russian people. You can say you want to kill Russians. That's totally fine. You're not allowed to say you don't want to kill them. They we even made talk a about special, that. They made a special rule about that on Facebook and Instagram that you could say you wanted Russian people to be killed for a short period of time there. Yeah. yeah. Wild. And then, of course, Brad's going to come back. But I need to start thinking about the month after that. Who is, what's a topic that we, we haven't covered that we should cover or someone that we should talk to? Because I'm, you know, I, I, I have these ideas and I connect to these people and it's easy until it's not. And right now I'm like, I need to book June. What are we going to do mm. for June? Well, we can have your doctor on to talk to him about how he palpitated you and <laughs> and checked you your orgasm saying, button. <laughs> you keep saying he. Like yeah. it's not going to be a nice lady whose fingers up my bum. She's, she's it's gonna not going to be a nice lady <laughs> whose fingers. Well, that's even better. <laughs> it's going to be that um, Nigerian TV interviewer. And the whole time he's going to ask you why you're gay. <laughs> you're gay. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. No, seriously, guys, watch that entire interview. It is completely worth it. I, I give you this as my my stamp of that that interview is completely worth the two hours it takes to watch it. You should get a drug dealer on and ask him about like dealing drugs. Hmm. I'm Put sure we know. Some. I'm sure we know a fucking drug dealer. Yeah. Like hard drugs, though, right? Not yeah, like weed. real drugs, yeah. Like actual I'm, drugs. Like real drugs, not some pussy weed bullshit. <laughs> let's just let's just ask the GC who they know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> or we could talk to somebody about prison. I think prison is. I, tr I there was a guy. That... I mean, but to be fair, I meant like a pharmacy tech or someone. Like a. Oh yeah. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> I did try to talk to someone who just got out of prison for like 25 mm -hmm. years, spent 25 years in prison. And he's got so many people who want to talk to him. He's like, I don't have time until next year. Man, I have oh, a wow. cousin who just got out of prison. I could ask him. Ask your cousin, <laughs> Webb. Did he go to prison? Uh, I for? will, yeah. Ask your um, cousin if he wants to be on our podcast. <laughs> I Honestly, I don't remember what he went to prison for. I, I don't remember. He was in there a long time. Mm. Um, I think it's I important think it we find drugs. out what. Okay. Yeah. Cool it that. was like a third strike thing in fucking California, and I'm pretty sure it was drugs. 
And then yeah, he got out. As long as it's not kid touching. He's out. I don't finally really give a shit now. what they have to say. Yeah. No. no anything like that. If, no. if they did some kind yeah, of like sex up, crime. Like, that, that dude ended up getting shoveled around the United States and, and, and like finally got out just a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. Give him a call. Yeah. I'd like to talk to somebody um, who's like a prison abolition advocate because I think Ooh. that that's an interesting idea. Because, mainly because I don't know what we would do instead. It's There's a lot of problems like that in our society where it's like, this is obviously a problem. The way that we handle it is obviously a problem. It doesn't make things better, but what is the alternative? And people well, who are trying to come up with alternatives actually have interesting things to say. We could institute asylums again. So there's a great example. Um, we used to have these state hospitals and if you were crazy and you didn't have any money there was a place to stick you however mm -hmm. these places were horrifying, horrifying and so horrifying and so now they closed them down but now all of these people live on the street what's better i don't know i don't know what the uh, what the real yeah. option is here right because when you have these so-called, you know, like charitable hospitals or charitable houses for the indigent they end up getting abused and so it's you know something that like bears creative thinking that we need creative thinking for this but i'm i'm not the one i want to hear from people who actually like advocate mm -hmm. against these things because it's not enough to simply advocate against the bad thing you have to have some kind of solution in mind yeah well and that's what's interesting i really hope that's my husband <laughs> it better be your husband <laughs> and that, so. that's what's interesting <laughs> to me is like people who are talking about specific things that there are ideas or concepts or something to talk about because i've asked some people before like who do you think who would be cool to have on and they just name libertarian people and it's like i could do all of that i mean the same people We've that done are everybody all of that. right and yeah. so it's like hard to be like oh yeah let's let's talk to insert name here when it's yeah. like we've done that mm -hmm. i could i could do it better than some of them <laughs> I'd love to talk to someone who actually exited a cult or the occult. Right, right. That would be someone that I would, I mean, besides Ben, I mean, obviously he left a cult, but like that would be, that's, that's someone I'd like to talk to or, um, what are uh, those people who thinks they're a real vampire? Right. Just, yeah. I, I you know, they, <laughs> you know, those people are out there. They exist. They, they think it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Space Lord wants us to interview the whole GC at the same time. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'm down. Yeah. I can't be called a bundle of sticks that many times a row in a row and maintain my sanity. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> this gentleman's skeptic, dude. It's not surprising me at all that guys in California, they probably put him on a bus. Headed to your town. Yeah. To teach your kids math. Headed to that valley. No, he's not. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's there are a lot of topics that I find interesting, but it's like, I don't know. I want to talk to someone from a cult. So if you know anyone who's exited a cult and you're listening to this, let me know. Or some, like at one point we were going to talk to some they people who got out of like satanic secret societies, but then they kind of ghosted us. Surprise, yeah, surprise. they ghosted. I think they found out we were Christian and they were like, I know a guy nope. who used to kill people for the CIA. Do you? Neat. Yeah. Would he talk I to us? Talk to him. Is it Billy Waugh? Probably. What? Billy Waugh. I don't know. Billy, you guys know about. Okay, he was this basically like um, big time assassin for the CIA, and he spent a lot of time in like the Middle East, and yeah. So he got an award from the state 
or like the State Department, I guess. And it's just a knife mounted on a plaque. And it says, um, in gratitude to the assassin. And that's what? all that it says. Yeah. Let me the United pull up a States picture. gave someone a knife and they're like, hey, buddy, good job killing people. Thanks for the killing. Yeah. Elephant Man says Owen Benjamin. This has Fucking been something a, I dude, have been. If you get Owen Benjamin, that would be the shit. But you would, I've have, been to, trying. would have to be a Rockman only episode. I've been trying to get in contact with him. So if anyone has any in to Owen Benjamin, I want to talk to Owen Benjamin. Sure. I have none. So if anyone out there hears this, help me find my in because I've been trying, but it's he's been deplatformed from most things. So the only thing I could find is his TikTok, and I can't send him messages on TikTok unless he adds Cam, me back. You can send him messages on Rockfin. He's on Rockfin? He, he's on Rockfin. He live streams like... Five fucking hours every day, dude. Or three hours. I did hours. not know that. Two, two plus hours every day, dude. That motherfucker's on Rockman. Yeah. So this dude right here is Billy Wong. I was just listening to him talk shit about uh, other races today, as a matter of fact. <laughs> awesome. And the <laughs> Like gay. you do. So <laughs> Billy Waugh killed this dude named Carlos the Jackal, and that's what he's famous for doing. And he wrote a book called Hunting the Jackal, which is pretty Whoa. intense. Um, but Billy Waugh is a badass motherfucker. And I love you, farts. Hey, uh, Space Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry, me, uh, I didn't mean to talk over you. That's okay. Let me let me ask, Space Lord, would you show face? That's my question because I like I like to look at people when I talk to them. I'll I'll listen to all of your stories. We can be we can be bald together, but you got to be on here. Uh, will you be bald with Cam? Be bald with me. We can rub heads. Oh, wow. It is turning into a gay porn super quick around here. Super gay, super fast. <laughs> the gay. It went from zero to gay in like 90 seconds. Like I'm not talking about docking. I'm talking about our actual heads. Oh, I hate that I know what that is. <laughs> you also know what sounding is. I know. <laughs> don't Google it. No, that... don't Google sounding. Don't Google it. That's how Mark Twain got his name, right? Where you dip the thing in the river and you can tell how deep the water is. Twain? Twain, Mark Twain. Yeah, that's how Mark Twain got his yeah. name. What was oh. Mark Twain's grandfather's Samuel, name? Samuel, Mr. Samuel Clemens. Clemens. Yes, Clemens. Choo-choo. <laughs> going to be jealous. Yeah, he will. Um, Space Lord, you have to wear a black tank top. This is required. Yes. So that you can rub your bald head with Cam. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> and eventually, what I signed we need, up to do. when when Andy feels like he officially has a ranch and he has his goats, he wants to talk about that, and I want to talk to him about that. So get your goats, bro. <laughs> I want to know if he got that thing castrated, and also if he Ugh. videoed it. Oh, well, it's gonna go. Viral. You have to do what you got to do. I Distract it with the clown nose and cut off its nuts. I don't think the Jagger finished his sentence. Uh, what are you going to come on? <laughs> <laughs> that was a dirty joke. I'm sorry. All right. So Billy Law. Billy Waugh. Billy yes. Waugh. Yeah, Billy Waugh. He's Waugh. this guy. Waugh? He wrote a book called like the Hunting the Jackal. No. Um, I'm sure there are many video game characters based on him because all of these, like, jack ryan type dudes and all of these like uh characters kind of are based on this guy and um he's he's famous for hunting this dude down known as carlos the jackal 
Uh, did a bunch of crazy CIA shit in China too. Like this guy's history. I mean, like we don't know all the stuff that Billy Wah did. Billy Wah did some shit. And so he had a plaque given to him by the U.S. government, and it has a knife mounted on it, and all it says is "Ingratitude to the assassin." So I don't know who he killed to get that, but I mean, it's just not a man I would fuck with. That's all. I think the answer to that is whoever he was asked to. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah, the book is rough though. If if you're sensitive to tales of dying and destruction, it's it's not for the faint of heart for sure copy that so, i am not hmm. you may enjoy point, hunting the jackal then i w i was googling who what's the first known tattoo in history and the the earliest tattoos that they found was a guy named otzi the Iceman. Mm -hmm. and i thought maybe if they're cool i'll get some otzi <laughs> the Iceman tattoos but they're just like chiropractic or um what's the word um acupuncture lines essentially on his back and on his legs so there let's see if i can pull them up let's see bruh the, the this dude looks so messed up like he he just has these like little areas where it, it shows they think that um it's where he had therapeutics done on him and where to remember to put them, which is interesting enough. But there, mm. the, if you're a girl and you want the first girl tattoos, there's it's so much cooler. Um, see if I can find it. Yeah, they've definitely got some fucking tweaker guitar needle aura to them. Let's see if I can, yeah, but it's like this horse or deer design on the girl, if you can see it. And it's the coolest thing. It's the coolest thing. If it, let me zoom in a little. Oh, that's bit. actually a pretty cool tattoo. Wow. Yeah, and so it's like this reindeer with floral antlers, and it's Whoa. really cool. But that's really fucking dope. The dude very feminine. Um, let's see, Ice Maiden. Lindsay Fitzharris. Good lord, that's a weird name for a mummy. <laughs> Like Siberia. Siberia. Okay. Math checks Princess out. Princess of Ukok. Of what? Wow. Name? But that, like, that would be a really cool tattoo for a girl. But unfortunately, the dude's tattoos are just th their best approximation of why he had them was essentially some sort of um, mark marking so that people know knew where to do the acupuncture, essentially. And so it's like old man tattoos. <laughs> So I was just telling story. them what type of blood he has. They were asking um, an archaeologist or an anthropologist, something like that, what she believed the first sign of human civilization was. And people expected her to say, oh, this pot or this, um, yeah. uh, you know, painting in the in a cave somewhere is the first sign of human civilization. And she said the actual first sign of civilization we have is a man with a broken leg that was mended. And the truth of the matter is, is if you had a broken leg in nature at any point, you were dead. You couldn't get up and walk around. You couldn't get away from predators. You couldn't get your own food. And so this man at some point in the ancient past broke his leg and then was cared for by others. 
Yeah, you mean Oatsy? Was it Oatsy? The Iceman that I showed you? I don't, I don't, I don't think it was. Um, she specified that it was Oatsy. She was just because saying he, that they had, had this some, guy. He had like um, different medicines on him and you could see where he'd been cared for in the past. Right, right. But the idea, of course, is that, um, you know, these people, instead of letting someone who was not able to hunt or able to do whatever, they like cared for him until his bone was able to be mended. And so this is like a, a sign of humanity because it's not like animals will do this for one another. This is like unique to our species that this man in this ancient time broke a bone and they brought him food, they cared for him enough for this bone to be mended. And I just thought that was kind of like a beautiful example of like, instead of saying, oh, this jar, this pot, this piece of jewelry, this painting, it's, it's this mended bone. And I don't know, I, a, I like that story. It's evidence of an act of, uh, it's evidence of a deliberate act of empathic human action. Yeah. Right. Al you know? Like altruism, like doing yeah, something for altruism. someone with no benefit to yourself, but that you do it because it's, you know, the right thing or the honorable thing to do. Right thing to do. Yeah. I just like well, that that's story. That's a pretty fucking sweet story, dude. I've never heard yeah, that before. I think so, too. <laughs> well, we're nearing the two hour mark, so we should probably start wrapping things up. Um, is there anything else that anyone wants to mention from the past month? that we should get out before we end. I can't, um, how are you considering becoming a Mormon or God, what, tell us about how you're considering becoming a Mormon. I mean, I know used to know this Mormon chick, uh, back in my twenties right. world had turned a little bit differently. I might've been a Mormon. So Interesting. That's really all I got. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like your Jedi look though. Thanks dude. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, anyone who makes a hoodie anymore and doesn't put the double seam on top is making a serious fucking design flaw. This that point <laughs> at the back of the hoodie is old technology, friends. Is double seam hoodies are the future. Good to know. I believe right. they're way more comfortable. They fit my big stupid head. Is it because <laughs> it's the way it lays on the head? Yeah, it's like a flat lay, you know, and it's like it doesn't have that big old boop. Yeah. I got a few that do that. Okay. Good to know. Well, since, since there's nothing huge to, to impart with the audience, I figured I'd ask you um, our question, our big question, which is what right now is giving you hope? What, uh, what's, what's helping you carry on these days? Yeah. Ammon farmer. Nothing. Cigarettes. Nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. Nothing. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, need it i have god i you know i don't really need hope in shit i just have faith in god and everything's gonna turn out like how it's supposed to be but you mm. know who am i to look beyond that yeah it's a good call thanks it bud. is and what's your favorite thing about jessica mm. her complete disregard for sense and good taste as to what she puts in her fucking mouth <laughs> It's true. It's true. Uh, yeah. it's bullshit. So many levels. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what do we call an entendre? Disregard, disregard and contempt. <laughs> the way it should be. Yes. All right. So that's. I think that's all we've got. 
So I love your hair, buddy. Thank you. I never thought I'd see that melon. That's beautiful. Yeah. You have a nicely shaped dome for the record. Thank God. Yeah. I think you should allow your wife to tattoo your head while it's bald. And then mm-hmm. when your hair grows back. No. Oh, no? <laughs> Don't ever tattoo your fucking head. You're a guy. You may go bald. They will see it. It doesn't matter. Don't tattoo your fucking face or your head. Put as many on your body as you want. Keep below the fucking neck. No. Tattoo a dick on your head. Don't put a dick on your head. I'm going to say no. Ooh. Hard that's a good no. question. This is good. Have you guys interviewed a trad Catholic, discussed the Great Schism, There's and any no hope of reconciliation? Hope of reconciliation. They're only going to reconcile when the fucking apocalypse comes and they unite under the Great Satan. That's zero chance <laughs> those two fucking churches are ever going to reconcile. There's a really high chance that we'll end up yelling at each other, too. So yeah. <laughs> it's just. I have managed to keep peaceable relations with the trad Catholics that I know on Twitter, but that is through sheer force of will. Isn't Monica yeah. trad Catholic? I'm pretty sure she is. I don't think so. She's pretty cool. I mean, she's 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 Catholic. It's implying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't be knowing. I didn't say it. All right, yeah, I'm gonna put. Monica- I'm gonna have a Pokemon tattooed on my head. That's what I'll do. There's the one that looks like the if three dicks coming out of the Pokemon ground. On your head. Let me ask a question for you. If you had to get a Pokemon on your fucking head, what would it be? Blastoise. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I can see it. You're definitely not a Charmander. No, no nope. not at all. You burn too easy in the fucking sun. <laughs> It's true. That's why I, you know, I, I own hats now. I've never worn hats in my life. Never <laughs> liked them. I own hats, these two hats now, because my head gets so cold. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. You, but you live in Florida. I'd be but more worried about matter. getting like. My head gets cold. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy. Sorry. I'm going to buy them. If I let it. Maybe. I'm going to get you this wig, Cam. Don't get me a wig. I'm going to get you Dude, a wig. Dude, the good ones are really fucking expensive. I'm not going to get him a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a Steven Seagal ponytail wig. Ooh. Oh, my God. Okay, no, this is the wig I'm going to buy you. Hold on, let me get my share screen out. <laughs> get a whitey Kotep pro wig. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, that's the wrong thing. But then I would look nothing like him. I know. I know. I'm going to get you this wig and you have to wear it. But, I thought about but, getting a mullet at one point. Oh my it's God. Gotta be the you blonde would one. Grow such a succulent mullet. <laughs> <laughs> you would be <laughs> so good. <laughs> look at the detail. Yes. <laughs> it's handsome. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this mannequin, but it is freaking out, man. Why does that mannequin out, have man? lipstick and that jawline? <laughs> he looks like <laughs> he looks like he talks to himself in the mirror about how much he would fuck himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely buffalo. buffalo. So you're saying Bill it's vibe. perfect. You're saying it's perfect for me. Yes, because <laughs> you know. What is this? 
Look at this one. Oh, my God. I do like the short brown. Oh, look at that. Hot man at... wig. Flats and gold. <laughs> he's uh, He's got a real Fabio vibe, like the front cover of a romance novel. That's a fucking gonna... MMO cutscene star. What are you talking about? $23 for that wig. It's 10% oh, off. That's a deal. I'm sure it's yeah. polyester. <laughs> it's it's something. Material high temperature wire. <laughs> that is definitely going to give you cancer if you wear it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. There's so many great ones. <gasps> There's this whole world of male wigs out here for you, Dude, Cam. That one, the gray one, the one right above the one you just clicked on. Okay, hold is on. Is that Bradley Cooper? I, that does look like Bradley Cooper. They want you to feel like you're going to look like Bradley Cooper if you buy that wig. I fucking look. love that wig. Does it come with the mustache? <laughs> look at this man. Why no. the, male, the male mannequins are so weird. No, it doesn't come with a mustache. That's lame. Yeah, yeah, it really should. I bet the comments are like, does it come with a mustache? Oh my god. Look, look at, at that guy, guy in the orange. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we shop for wigs on Amazon the whole episode? <laughs> <laughs> that looks like Milo. That that um This one? The, no, the mannequin head in that one with the old man. Oh, the guy the right, right. The mannequin looks like Milo Yiannopoulos. I wonder how his gay conversion therapy is going. <laughs> I'm sure that she Yo, is. Oh, look at that one with the gold <laughs> chain. This one? <laughs> yes. This one does come with a mustache. Cam, which wig do you want? Do you want Fuck, this I'm one? I'm growing my hair out. I want do the Whitey Hotel wig. Disco party. <laughs> or do you want this one? <gasps> Ooh, that's like Dave that's, Grohl or Anthony Kiedis like, on cocaine. Harold Brady. Yeah, that's definitely. There's a lot of um, complicated emotional issues that come along with these wigs. <laughs> Like, why on earth Look would you Look at that Hassan shoot? Piker wig in the... <laughs> Fuck. Which, which one are you talking about? The one you just clicked on. The one this your one? eyes were immediately... Yeah, that one with Hassan <laughs> Piker. As what? On a starvation Is... diet. Look at those duck lips! <laughs> oh, we're all going to hell and dying. This is great audio like, content. <laughs> why, um, why does this mannequin look so sad? <laughs> he, looks, he looks really upset. He looks like he was just palpitated. It's just palpitated. <laughs> and it was not a pretty female. I'm going to buy you this um, Afro wig, Cam. I really think you need it. I think you need this. Oh, one. the dreaded Afro wig. I want to know again why the um, the mannequins look so <laughs> upset. Whoa! <laughs> what? Also, like the the wig the product, yeah, the eyes are upsetting. They're really upsetting. But also, the wig doesn't look anything like. Okay, look at this gentleman. Look at this fine mocha <laughs> gentleman and his fine hair. And then look at the product you get in the mail. <laughs> like, fucking clown show. They collected that from the pubes of starving children in India. It's not like it's not real. It's not the pubes of starving children. It's because there was no, like, no nutrition, <laughs> like, no calcium in that hair. So I listened to this DJ who uh, 
mixes like inspirational music, like Jordan Peterson remixes and shit. And his name's Akira the Dawn. And if you scroll back up, I saw his haircut. Oh, did you hold on? Let me go back. Yeah, yeah. I went. I it went to like, page two. Like that Hassan Piker one. It was right near that, and it was sort of like a mullet. It was really pale bleach mullet with dark underneath, and I think there was a mustache involved. But it's on the left-hand side of the page, a little bit lower, I think. Yep, right there. That's the one. This one? That dude. Nope. One more. Oh, yeah. oh one more left. Okay. Yep. Yep. You can see how confident he feels. That one. That. No, that's not it. No. no. <laughs> you went to the oh. right. You went to oh, the I'm right. I'm sorry. It's your Look, other left. I'm on like Thanks, my fourth Joe Exotic. Year. All the way on the left. Oh, yeah, the Joe Jesus Exotic wig. mercy. So there's a DJ I listen to on the YouTube, and that dude has that haircut right now in the world. Look at this well, wig's only $12.59. It is less than $13 wow. for this wig. Wow. Cam, which wig do you want? Because I know Amazon will deliver a package to your house in under a day. <laughs> You're getting a wig, so you might as well choose. I don't want to. How do you want to look YouTube. the next episode, buddy? God, it's so creepy. Not the gray <laughs> one. That's just not going to work. That's they had to put work, sunglasses really. on him because his eyes are so upsetting. <laughs> look at the back. They just didn't want oh, to do all that makeup again. God. Wow. I am feeling so many emotions. Well, Shopping the, for this wig for Cam. All I'm saying is that this is quality audio content and it's time <laughs> to wrap up. Look, if you're listening, like, audio to this episode at this point, that's your fault. Yep. 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 <laughs> if you're listening to audio, you missed my junk earlier. Yep. Sorry. Look, okay, audience, if you're listening and you have a, if you have a specific male wig in the under $25 <laughs> region that you want Cam to wear on the next episode, you let me know and I'm going to buy it for him and send it to him. Her Amazon DMs will deliver. open. My Slide DMs. in with that Amazon link, kids. Tell me if I should buy Cam this Gaston wig <laughs> for him to wear on the next episode. But before you go to Amazon, go to the Mad Ones and at the top of the page, click their Amazon link and that'll take you. And then you just do your shopping normally and then they'll get a cut of that. Okay, Wait, so Space Lord is going to... Oh, I don't think we do. No. Damn it. No, do we don't do Amazon Every other smile. podcast in the world. Whoa, um, Gaston! This this wig is rad. I, this is a really Podcast great wig. Like Gaston. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot my freaking hot chips. I I bought ghost pepper chips just so that I could torture myself on the stream, and I forgot no about them. Fights like Gaston. Podcast like Gaston. <laughs> you get the dreadlock wig. <laughs> Oh, we yeah. got the beast. Okay, so this is the beast after he turns into a prince from Beauty and the Beast. We can do all of the male characters. Very right. All look at the this cascading locks of blonde hair. Cam. That's actually kind of what my hair looks like when it's long. A little really? bit darker. Yeah. Very interesting. It's very, wavy. very interesting. Well, it used to look be, but now I could go as Reed Richards from the fucking Fantastic Four, so never mind. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited about oh, this. Oh, matching bro wigs. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tank, black tanks and matching Gaston wigs. Okay, friends. 
We'll go. Love you. But I want you to let me know what wig you want me to send to Cam. It's got to be under $25 because my husband's not going to let me spend more than that on a wig for Cam. So <laughs> pick a wig. Let me know. Make, make anyway, make beyond that, if you want to follow Whip on Twitter, there's a Jesus wig. Um, you can follow Whip at Unwhipspoon. <laughs> um, if you'd like to follow Jessica on Twitter, that's at Soup Canarchist. I am still currently at Ham Carlos until Elon frees me up. Um, if you'd like to help us pay for this show, you can go to patreon.com slash the Madden ones and join us there. You get extra episodes or, or early episodes, uh, Zoom parties, which I need to set one up for this month. Um, and more like there's, there's more of us. Um, if you want a shirt, we are the madamones.com slash store. If you're listening, you can watch every Wednesday at eight, eight thirty PM on YouTube and be a part of the comments and we can bring your comments up. The sooner we get to a thousand, the sooner we can prioritize people's comments through the super chat function. So like, and subscribe Ooh. on YouTube. Uh, beyond that, if you want to watch it and you don't like YouTube, you can go to Rockfin, and we're also on Odyssey. Very easy to find. I do need a Trump wig. Um, if you want to listen, we're on all podcatchers or we are, we are the mad ones.com. I think that's all that I have. I told you what's coming up. Is that it? We good? We good I to bash good. out of here? Hey, if you're on Rockfin, you can tip these dudes on Rockfin as well. That's another way to give Cam money. <laughs> Money's good, man. Money's good. Money keeps the lights on. Money God keeps bless. the lives on keeps, the children fed. Wig. Keeps us in wigs. I don't need that one, Jessica. I could just grow that synthetic. one out. <laughs> so it's material synthetic. Dude, grow it out and then shave a tonsil. <laughs> this is the um, only not depressed looking mannequin face I've seen so far. He looks pensive. He looks like a fucking bald ape look at that it's like a Klingon. so i love you whip thank you for uh stepping in for for binkley thank you for the conversation in the google giggles not the googles uh so other than that the rest of you uh you have a chance to be a light in the world so go light it up <laughs>